0: Zayin, In this parakel we find the Mishnah Shammai says make your Torah make your Torah fixed say little and do much and receive every person with a welcoming smile so the simple meaning of this uh, Mishnah has been explained to mean that you should make Torah fixed and that your work should come secondary to that Most of your day should be spent on studying Torah. And then you should also do work. And say little and do much means promise little and fulfill more than you promised, like Avram Avinu did. He said, I'll give you bread to the malachim, but in the end he gave them steaks. And the Kabbalists, receive everyone with a welcoming smile, means that when you bring guests into your house, you shouldn't do it with a frown, you should do it with a smile. But if that's what it means, so we know that Pirkei Avos is Mila de which means things which are beyond the letter of the law. Types of things that you should conduct your life as a Chassid would. Somebody that's not just focused on what must I do, but what can I do. And these three teachings seem to be the basics of Yiddishkeit. You should, that you should study Torah all the time as a chiyuv. Every Yid is obligated to study Torah whenever he has time. And at the beginning of, the, of Pirkei Aviz it says that there are three pillars upon which the world stands. One of them is Torah. So obviously that is a great focus in a Yid's life. So that doesn't seem to be beyond the letter of the law. The same with promise little and do much. Since there is a mitzvah in the Torah that you shouldn't profane, you shouldn't violate your commitments. If you committed something you should do it. So then, obviously, you should promise little and do much. Don't do the opposite. Don't promise a lot, which you don't know that you're going to be able to fulfill. And The same with uh, receive uh, everyone with a welcoming smile. That seems to be common courtesy. That doesn't even need, not even halacha needs to be said. That's common courtesy. That's mila the chasidusa. We also have to understand, what's the connection between these three statements? What, how are they connected to each other? That Shammai, who said many, many, many things over his lifetime, but these three were chosen to be put together as a flow of statements. What's the connection between them? And also, what is the connection between these three statements and Shammai himself? Why is it that he said those things? What does his saying it contribute to understanding those ideas? So even though the the explanation of the Mishnah as we gave right at the beginning was said in Avister Ab but the Rebbe says it's okay to give other interpretations. That is actually what is required to give new and novel insights into the Torah. So the Rebbe go, goes a different direction with his explanation. This Mishnah comes in continuation to the first Mishnah, in Pir- the second Mishnah in Pirkei the There are three things. It says there that there are three pillars upon which the world exists. Taira, Avaida, and Gemilus chasadim. Taira, service of Hashem through davening or through the Karbonus in the time of the Beis Mekdash, and doing acts of uh, giving kindness, which includes all mitzvahs in a general sense. So these are three pillars, but it's obvious that a person is not able to make the focus of his life of all three pillars. You can make the focus only one of them. So which one should the person choose? So the truth is that every person has, an, uh, has the, uh, the uh, permission, the right to choose whichever one of, uh, that he wants to make the focus of his life. Of course you have to do the others as well. But what's the main focus? So Shammai comes along and he says, you should choose Torah as the main focus of your life. That should be the center of your life. And as we said, since a person has a right to choose whichever one he wants, this can only be considered you're not obligated to do it. The mitzvahs don't, it doesn't say anywhere that you must choose Torah as the center. But he says, if you want to know what's truly right, what is the best focus, that would be Torah. So now that, uh, that Shammai has, has uh, instructed, advised you to choose Torah as the center of your life, so one would think, since the purpose of Torah is Godel Torah, should to the, Maisa, the importance, the greatness of Torah is that it leads to Maise, to the, be able to fulfill the mitzvah, so therefore your study of Torah should also be focused in that way. Your main focus of studying Torah should be in, to lead to the halacha, what's the bottom line? your focus in life should be, I should become a Rav that can pask in Shilas, that can give rulings on matters of halacha, because that's the purpose of Torah. So, uh, so Shammai says no. Emmer ma'at. Emmer is another word, it's found in the Gemara, that's associated with what is the bottom line, what is the halacha. So, emmer ma'at, that should be a minor part of your learning Torah. It should the main focus of your learning Torah is just Lishma, just for the sake of learning Torah because it's a mitzvah. Torah is not a, a path onto something else. It's not a stepping stone for some other purpose. You don't learn Torah in order to be able to be fulfill mitzvahs. Torah has its own focus. It has its own importance. So therefore, you might think, oh, okay. So since uh, he's downplaying. The idea of fulfilling mitzvahs, and that's not the reason why you learn Torah. So then maybe, my mitzvah should also be practiced in that way. You do as little as possible, not that you don't do. Of course, you do the uh, the obligatory mitzvahs. Of course, you're going to do, but it's not the. You don't make a focus out of it. You don't do as much as possible. You focus on learning Torah. Mitzvahs are secondary. So Shammai says no. Vasei harbe. You have to embrace mitzvahs. You have to try to do as many as possible. You have to do them with the full energy and the full focus and the full chayes that you have. You can't dismiss mitzvahs at all. So now Shammai says, but since I've uh, I've given the advice that a person should be focused on learning Torah, and we know that in order to be, there's a very big difference in the way people, in the function of intellect, which is needed for the study of Torah, and the function of emotions. Emotions need other people. You need to focus your emotions on other people. You love something outside yourself. You fear something outside yourself. But intellect is is best practiced within yourself, when you're alone, when nobody's bothering you, when nobody's interfering with your life. That's when you can reach heights of intellect. So you might think since my focus in life should be the study of Torah then I should isolate myself from other people. I should, If somebody doesn't have something to cont- contribute to my learning I shouldn't be involved with them. I shouldn't interact with them. They can only disturb my learning. So Shammai says no. If having have a Kabbalist called Adam you should mel- welcome everyone into your life. Not just people that can help you and contribute to your Torah and Mitzvahs. Everyone has to be welcomed. So then, the question has to come up in everyone's mind. How am I able to embrace three contradictory things? On the one hand, I should be focused on learning, and not for any other purpose, not even for the focus of Mitzvahs, but yet I should be doing all the Mitzvahs with with great energy and focus. And the same thing when it comes to to welcoming other people. Torah rejects other people being involved in your life, the study of Torah, because you can't study when other people are interfering. And yet, I should be welcoming everybody into my life. How do you do all three? So the answer is because Shammai said it. The word Shammai, which means, can also be interpreted as assessing. The Shamar Chaisa, which means, a Yid is instructed to always measure And assess the path that you take. You have to know where you're going. You have to know what's the time that you have allocated to you. You have to know what are the abilities that Hashem gave you. And plan accordingly. And act accordingly. So Shammai says, if you assess those things, you will find that Hashem has given you the ability to do all three. He has given you the power and the ability to do all three. So to understand it a little deeper... We find an interesting common denominator between all of these three things that that Shammai said. He says, that your type of learning that you do should be not for any other purpose, but just for the purpose of learning Torah. In other words, when you learn Torah, it's just for the sake of learning Torah. We find the same thing about the way you should practice mitzvahs. When you do a mitzvah, some people could do a mitzvah, for instance, because... In order to be able to be successful in learning Torah, you have to do mitzvahs too because otherwise our sages tell us somebody that says I have only Torah and I don't focus on mitzvahs really doesn't have Torah either. But since I don't want to be a failure in Torah, so I do mitzvahs also so that my Torah will be successful. Then you're not doing mitzvahs for their own sake. You're doing mitzvahs for the sake of Torah. But that would that would lead you to do a little bit of mitzvahs. Some mitzvahs, as much as needed for your success in Torah. But Shammai says, do a lot of mitzvahs, which means you're not doing it in order to be successful in Torah. You're doing it only for the sake of mitzvahs. So we have also here that the way Shammai tells us to do mitzvahs is for the sake of mitzvahs, for the holiness of mitzvahs, because that connects us to Hashem. That is what, Hashem commanded us to do the mitzvahs. That's why we do it and the same is also to receive everyone and welcome everyone if you were to say that you welcome everyone because there's a mitzvah of recha Yisrael that wouldn't be considered Milud the so Shammai says you should receive everyone because that in itself is a focus you do it only because that's the right thing to do not because there's any other Purpose, as we said before that person can't contribute anything to your learning or to your mitzvahs he doesn't even need you for anything he doesn't need you to do a favor he doesn't need you to show him a smile in order to lift the spirits you're just doing it because that's what being a chassid means welcoming everyone so these three things share that common denominator they have a focus the, the thing you're doing is the focus, it's never a stepping stone for something else And this brings out an interesting thing. We say that uh, uh, the the Torah is connected to Hashem or that Hashem and the Torah and the Yidin are all one, are connected to each other, they're all one. So just like Hashem could never be considered to be a purpose onto something else. Nobody would ever say that Hashem exists in order for something else. Why couldn't you say that? Because then that other thing would be more important than Hashem. If He exists in order for something else, then that thing is more important. That is obviously ludicrous to say about Hashem. He is the center of all existence. It all exists because of Him. So, Just like, because the Yidin, just like Hashem exists that way, because the Yidin and the Torah are connected to Hashem, a woman Hashem, they too exist in that way. Torah is not a stepping stone for something else. Torah doesn't have another purpose, it is a purpose unto itself. The Yidin do not have another purpose, they're not there in order to do mitzvahs. Of course, they need to do that. But that's not the purpose that they exist for. They exist because Hashem finds the Yidin to be important. They are the center of it. That's what we learn from these uh, Mishnah's. That's a similar common denominator. However, to truly comprehend this and to truly get this, that will happen only after Mashiach comes. When we see the truth of every existence. But now... Unfortunately, we don't see the importance of Yidin unto themselves. And we assess people, we look at people only in the way that they function, in the way that they contribute. What can this person do? Not for me, even for Hashem. But what is his specialty? What's he special about? If all Yidin were equal in this fact, that all Yidin are exactly the same, we don't need them for any other purpose just to, to be that then all, everyone would be the same. They're not there for contributing anything, so then they could also be exactly the same as each other. But since before Mashiach we don't see the central theme of a yid, which is that he exists for himself, for his own purpose, just to be, therefore there has to be different types of yid. There have to be yid that are focused on Torah, there have to be yid that are focused on mitzvahs. Everyone has a different way that he could contribute which explains that Shammai is the one that says this, because we know that in time of Mashiach, the halacha will be like the Shammai. In today's day and age, it's true that it's very hard to live up to this kind of lifestyle that Shammai expects in this Mishnah, because they're very contradictory, and you could reach it in some level, you can uh, try to do your best in that, but we'll never reach the perfection of that until Mashiach comes at which time the halacha will be like and then we will be able to fulfill it truly and fully. But since all of our, whatever we receive in the time of Mashiach is all based on our Aveda today, therefore we must do our best to do it today too, so that we can merit to have it fully exposed to us in the time of Mashiach. And when a person shows, does all of this, including welcoming everyone that Hashem showers us with His smile as well and He gives us a good life until the uh, eternal life which will come in the time of Mashiach.